It takes money. I find the best thing to do in conversation is deceive people about how interesting you are. Red high heels would not make you want to bang a girl. It's not going to not make me want to bang a girl. <laughs> she was trying to get on my side for when I finally yeah, snapped. killed everyone. And, yeah, it's like, oh, I'll leave her for last. Girl, like, she liked my worm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeets. Way Sebo. Ramblings. What's up, everybody? This is Insane Ramblings. I'm your host, Ben. And this is Vicky. This is a very quiet episode today. <laughs> Which is going to be quite the oxymoron, I'm sure. Episode 86 of the podcast. How's it going, Vicky? I'm well. Thank you for asking. We had our pre-podcast pizza before We the did show. indeed. And, uh... <laughs> good times. I ate nearly a whole pizza except for one slice. I told you I was hungry. Damn. Yeah, I know. That's... It was a large... I broke out in a cold sweat today because I was so hungry in the office. (laughs) (laughs) What time of day are we talking? (laughs) Approximately 11 a.m., officer. Did you have breakfast? I didn't. I'm just thinking like 11 a.m. is early to be breaking into sweats from (laughs) a lack of food. I know. I had my 7.50 coffee Mm. and then after that, nothing. And around 11, I was breaking into a sweat because I was so hungry. Why didn't you eat breakfast? Oh, Sorry. I mean, it just seems like <laughs> surely this isn't the first time that you've been that hungry by 11. No, it is. I've never been that hungry before. That's the hungriest I've ever been. So tomorrow you're going to have breakfast? Well, no, probably not. Why not? I don't have time. What time do you get up? 7.40. <laughs> what, time, what time do you really get up? 7.30. What time do you leave? 7.45. So just get up like 15 minutes nope. earlier. Why? So you can eat and not go into <laughs> some kind of, sure. uh, yeah. Well, I was like, don't sweat, buddy. We need that. <laughs> what, you just told yourself and uh, how'd that go down? It didn't help. Mm. But why would your body sweat? That's not going to help me gain food. That's going to help me get eaten. I don't know. Maybe you're working out all the bad enzymes. That's a thing, right? No. I think I was trying to attract an animal to eat me. And what? I was hoping I could overpower it. Yeah, maybe your body is like, she's done for people. <laughs> <laughs> you may as Give well. Give her back to the mother earth. <laughs> right. Someone is, may as well feast on her carcass because she's not getting anything No, I was releasing pheromones and I was like, stop that. All the cats in the area will be here in a moment. <laughs> so anyway, we ordered this pizza. We did. From apparently the world's quietest oh delivery man. It was amazing. He like knocked on the door and we thought it was part of the video game we were playing. Yeah, so we were, we were playing a game at the same time and there's like a lot of ambient sound effects, like footsteps and not much soundtrack. So when you hear a knock that's quite you're subtle. Oh, it was like, the I would say the same volume as putting on your shoe. That's pretty quiet. That was how quiet it was. Definitely not a, uh, a confident knock. No, it wasn't. I wasn't even sure it was a knock. I wasn't even certain the second time. Yeah, so we did knock again, and that's why we're like, maybe that wasn't yeah, the game. Yeah, it was so quiet. It sort of sounded like, you know when you put a plate and it sort of wobbles on the spot? Yeah. That was the noise it made. It was pretty much. I answered the door, and there's a guy there. Um, with pizza, luckily. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. He just, first of all, he just hands Thrusts me the... Thrusts the pizza towards you. No, he hands me the drink first. Oh. I, yeah, I take the drink from the guy. I take the pizza from the guy. I take the garlic bread from the all guy. All wordlessly. Right. He hasn't said anything. Zero transaction of words. While well, I'm in the background sweating away. And <laughs> then Basting I... Basting in my own juices, waiting for food. He asked me, it's like $32. But he says it like, like he's whispering. <laughs> Um, so I, I knew how much the order was because they told me over the phone. Mm. 
but I couldn't really tell if he said 31 or 32. So I gave him 32. That was it. He just walked away. That was the end of the conversation. Like I was kind of waiting for change. I was kind of waiting for like a goodbye or something. But he's just like, it's $32. And that was was our entire interaction. It was very strange. Like not only was his voice whispering, his knock was whispering. (laughs) His knock whispered. It was like the world's quietest delivery, man. Like if I had have been more surprised, I would have thought he was a ninja. He wasn't very stealthy, just quiet. For me, he's like a, I think he was a ghost delivery man. Mm. What do you mean delivered? Our delivery man died five years ago. I I almost would have believed it if I didn't have the pizza as evidence. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed with him managing to make his knock whisper. Well, I just imagined that He's got to be waiting outside a lot of front doors. <laughs> Do you not think that's the pizza shop's gimmick? <laughs> like that they're trying to... Quietest delivery man? Yeah, they're trying to put any point of difference between them and Pizza Hut. And every other pizza shop in this right. area. It, like everyone will like... Maybe they're like pizza on the sly or something. <laughs> so it's like if you've got something crap for dinner, you can get extremely quiet pizza man to bring it over. I imagine there was like a meeting at headquarters one day and it's like, can we just use fresher ingredients than the competitors? Are like, nah, the no. other guys, they got direct wholesale. They're One of them good. slaughtering lambs in the backyard right. as people order. Yeah, they, they grow their mushrooms themselves. I mean, <laughs> we can't compete with that. It's like, all right, well, can we just make bigger pizzas and like oh they're already pretty big at pizza hut like <laughs> yeah. we've got to drive bigger? these things down the road got to there's fit only in the three oven. lanes it's got to fit in the car it's like all right well maybe our delivery men can just be really quiet like yes nailed. we can do that there's <laughs> <laughs> one thing we can change yeah. yeah i think pizza on the sly it's a thing <laughs> you know like it's the middle of the night and you're hungry but you're meant to be on a diet so you think he was just you being want the whisper knock like if my girlfriend was asleep in yeah. the back, he's like, I know you're ordering this pizza behind her back. You don't yeah, want right. to wake her. Oh, behind your back pizza. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to wake up your wife to be like, you were on a diet. Well, then we need this. This should be our business, right? They're yeah. quiet. But behind your back pizza. Yeah. But not only that, they have some kind of greeting at the front door that makes it seem innocuous. Oh, like... A special knock or it's like, we're just doing a survey yeah, for certain like person answers. they have the alibi basically. So right. <laughs> if your significant other is in the other room listening in, it's not like you're doing a transaction. Well, he was just really quiet. I wouldn't have known what you were doing at the door. You did. Uh, well, you emerged with a pizza. Mm, so I, I guess that, <laughs> that is the uh, that, tricky part. That gave away the game. But had you been like, oh no, that was like. That was the Girl Scout cookie salesman. Well, I would have been like, I hope you didn't buy any because you're on a diet. So that wouldn't have worked. So we have to make it not food related. They were just asking if they wanted, you know, to install Foxtel or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, Why didn't you get Foxtel? I would say, like, call them back. We've already got Netflix. What more do you no, want? No, I'd be like, that wouldn't work either. Because I'd say, I'm a demanding fat wife. We're both fat. <laughs> we're on a diet. So we want Foxtel. We don't go out much. Well, what if I there say... There's a man selling treadmills. <laughs> Oh, okay. Door-to-door treadmill yeah, salesman. that's right. Like, phew, glad you shooed him away. Oh, <laughs> and he brought pizza. <laughs> no, you've got to smuggle the pizza in somehow. <laughs> All right, well, it's a work in progress, but I think we're onto something here. Did you get, ages ago, the government was going door-to-door giving away free stuff? No. I remember we had some guy come um, to our house with a light bulb once. Yeah, we got those. Occasionally the government gives you... The government is like a weird grandma. <laughs> they give you these weird, randomly timed gifts that you don't want. Well, the problem with the light bulb thing was it was like an energy efficient light bulb. Yeah. 
And so I think he was trying to get us to order some or like demonstrate it or something. Yeah. And so, but he had, he was foreign. No, they were free though. Not on this occasion. Really? Because he was foreign. And so he gave me a light bulb and then I took it and put it in a socket. Mm. And then he left because he couldn't communicate to me so that he, he wants needed his light bulb back. back. <laughs> How do you know? Because a couple of hours later, his boss came by and he's like, oh, hey, the guy needs his light bulb. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, okay. oh, sorry. I thought we got a free light bulb. Yeah. Oh. I was confused. That's a weird like, day on the job. All right. Thanks for the singular light bulb. That'll really cut down <laughs> my energy usage. No, I got a whole bunch of like free light bulbs at our house. Yeah. Yeah. Like a whole house worth. Well, you did better than us. Yeah. And then, but the other day, this is what I was going with. Seeing here weird things showing up at your door. They gave us a shower timer. <laughs> and I was like... Mm, I'm not putting a free thing from a stranger in my shower. But surely it's not that high tech, right? That's what they want you to think. But is it like an egg timer style? Yeah, it's like sand through the hourglass. So so the showers of our lives. What do you think could go wrong? Oh, you think they've got like a camera in there? No, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like I'm going to be the newest amateur porn star. (laughs) Extremely amateur because I'm just in the shower. Mm. Yeah, I'm no way. A strange man comes to your door and says, put this in your shower. What are you saying? If it's sand. <laughs> I think I know the difference between an egg timer and a spy camera. Well, I'm not convinced I do. <laughs> Is it ticking? Is there a blinking red light? Yes. Oh, okay. Then that's definitely... He's yeah. like, just ignore that this doesn't time anything and it's a video camera. Yeah. When I tip it upside down, it seems like I can have the longest showers ever. Yeah, nothing. It never seems to tell me to get out. Yeah, weird. <laughs> no way. Yeah, they gave us all sorts of stuff to go in the shower. And no. I was like, I'm not putting stranger door things in the shower. But how do you feel like that's better than a shower time you buy yourself? Because I know no one's going to... What? That's a pretty big scam. But it's It would be equally as stupid a scam. No. Nah. Like, just say... I Put all these to... free things in your shower. Okay. And here's a free pair of Look, metal underpants. If, if I go into the, I don't know, shower gel business, for yeah. example, it's, why is that? <laughs> I'm going to put tiny nanobots in there. <laughs> yeah. Just, just say I put a camera in there to spy on customers. What's the difference between that and the door-to-door salesman? Like, I don't know. It seems. There's the freeness of it. That makes me suspicious. I see. It's, a, it's like, almost too good to be yeah, true. Right. Who gives away free, free shower timers? <laughs> Everything's coming up, Vicky. Wait a minute. This is a suspiciously good deal. Mm. <laughs> That's exactly right. I see. No, we got talking about today online. Someone collaborated with their pizza man. Yeah. They. I was dying to hear this song. I was like, I can't believe someone's made a song out of this. Right. So a DJ... Um, ordered a pizza online and in the comments section where you can just write like delivery instructions, he yep. basically just ended up writing collab bro. <laughs> so when our pizza man would not have complied. No. So when, or even if he had, you wouldn't have got a track. When the pizza guy shows up, um, he asks him to say a phrase and then hit a few buttons on like a Casio keyboard. Yeah. And then he remixes it into a, a beat. So uh, let's check it out. This is by a Mashton Kutcher. Oh, if you will. I see what you did there. Mm. Three, two, one, jump. You lied to me.
So basically, it's just a confused-looking pizza guy so yeah. far, talking into a microphone and pressing some buttons on a keyboard. <laughs> Pretty cool. Don't you wish that our pizza guy was uh, up for this? <laughs> All we got was some Well, maybe he was saving his whispers. voice for that. <laughs> oh, you think that... Yeah, maybe he just came from... Uh, like, this kicked off a trend. So every other house that he went to this evening was like, Hey, dude, let's collab. <laughs> so he's saving his voice between deliveries <laughs> yeah. and collaborations. Well, he probably lost it before he got to ours. And was like, oh, thank God these guys didn't want me to get on their remix. This guy is just as good as that French DJ. <laughs> Which French DJ? You know that French you? one? Dun, 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 dun. I got a feeling. Oh. No, that's not him. That's someone else again. I feel like every DJ is French. <laughs> don't you feel like it's like. No, you know, I don't feel that way. Like Darude, Daft Punk, Tiesto. I feel like all these guys are French. <laughs> Do you even know those people are French? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't think they are. Isn't Daft Punk American? No. <laughs> right, I'm going to Google Daft Punk. Don't you know the one I mean? I can't, I can't get the name Mark Ronson out of my head and it's not Mark Ronson. No. But he's also a DJ. I'll yeah, give you that. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. All right. Daft Punk. So what are they doing in France in your mind? It's a French electronic music what? duo. What? Really? No Boom. way. All right. Darude. <laughs> it's a Finnish electronic. Yeah. Damn. Cop that. All right, well, still, they're all foreign, is my point. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> they're not from here. They must be from France. What was your question? What are they doing in France? Yeah, in your mind. Well, I'm not expecting them to be, like, remixing at the okay. top of, like, the Eiffel Tower no. or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need some inspiration. Oh, my gosh, that's so stereotypical. To the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> no, I expected, like, in your mind, they're just remixing and then baking baguettes. Like, there's two jobs you can have in France. Kind of. <laughs> You're either a DJ that's or a their, baker. Yeah, that's their biggest exports. <laughs> croissants and house music. You've got to know the guy I mean. It would have been a great joke. You know the guy who's like... Dun, 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 dun. DJ Gene? No! <laughs> oh, that's him. Oh, okay. Saint-Jean. I went to the Future Music Festival recently. Yeah. Was he there? This guy? Maybe. He's a really famous, he's probably the most famous DJ in the world. Armin Van Buren? No, second most famous <laughs> DJ. I'm out of, I'm he's, out of the, he's like the world's most famous DJ. Dead, Dead Mouse? No, he's more famous than Dead Mouse. You got me. He's, oh, this is going to bother me for a long time. Right, well, Google it. While Vicky Googles world's most famous <laughs> DJ or dun dun dun. <laughs> See, the problem with... <laughs> I can't shazam that. Yeah, exactly. Well, the problem with these songs is that it's just a beat. Yeah. It's David like... Guetta. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a pretty famous... French DJ? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the joke I would have made a long time ago. It's right. nearly as good as David Guetta, which is just someone messing around on a Casio. But it was a difficult joke to make. Obviously not in your wheelhouse. No. <laughs> So, yeah, was that Future Music Festival? I don't think Not In Your Wheelhouse is in my wheelhouse. Well, it's in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I reckon. What does that mean? It's like not your area of expertise. What's a wheelhouse? Like what? where does that phrase originate from? Mm. That I do not know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not, not in your wheelhouse. wheelhouse. All right. Yeah, so I'm at, the, I'm at the Future Music Festival and 
Nero, the DJ, is dropping a whole bunch of uh, samples from like early 2000 songs that sure. the crowd is going crazy for. Naturally. It's obviously like the people who are at this festival, that was kind of their era, I guess. Right. Or at least for that type of music. Not us, that's for sure. No, I was loving it as yeah? well. So Give us an example. Like something like um, Sandstorm. What's that? I feel like I'm playing Atari again. It's exactly like that. Or ATB. I don't know if you're like... No. I'll play as an ATB. No. I'm playing Pitfall in my mind. All right. But the best thing about it was there's no lyrics to these songs. Okay. So everyone just kind of sings... Did it. Did, did, right. Did it. They sing. They sing the. It's like trying to sing on beeps. with sing along with Mario. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, this is just like a random ATV song. I, yeah, I think he played this one. This is uh, "Till I Come." Till I come. Ah, oh, yeah, I do know this song. Yeah. It's so like it's like a, a crowd of like I don't know three thousand people just all singing. <laughs> Such There's a weird sight. 3,000 people I don't want to be friends with. <laughs> it was fun, but it was just like unexpected. There's no lyrics, so people kind of just make do. <laughs> you could just not sing. But there's only so much that you can do without singing. Like, you end up... There's a lot of things I can do without singing, to be honest. What do you do then? If you're at a DJ set, like... Dance. You can, talk. You, drink. You can't talk. It's too loud. Think. <laughs> you want to go to Think good memories You want to go to watch David Guetta And everyone's just like In the audience staring Yeah Reminiscing Like Ah oh, These crowd are getting into it They're thinking so hard <laughs> Exactly Look how much fun everyone's having I can tell by their faces They're reminiscing They're flashbacking to Yeah Exactly To all those Parisian adventures <laughs> Exactly right No like yeah, Of course you dance But you, it's like a long set, especially at a music festival where you're dancing all day. I just don't feel the need to sing like you do, obviously. If, if you had like 3,000 other people <laughs> singing... I'd probably think I'm surrounded by 3,000 idiots. You might think that, but then you join in. Nah, I don't think I would. Well, you're not. You're probably not at this festival. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were like, I don't know, Australia's answer to Fred Astaire or whatever. What do you mean? No. <laughs> I think I went the wrong person. Frank Sinatra. Oh, I was thinking like Fred Astaire's like <laughs> dancing. Dancer. Yeah. No, Frank Sinatra. I don't think Frank Sinatra <clears throat> was singing ATV. <laughs> Although I would like to hear that. I don't think he was doing much thinking during sets. Maybe not. No. But uh, I went... I went. <laughs> Although I would like to hear that. <laughs> Give us the Frank Sinatra version. Till I come. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Is that him singing from beyond the grave? Why? Well, I don't know, it just sounded like a ghost. Yeah, you do it. No, I can't. No, you're the one who loves singing so much. I'm and over here thinking. So I went to uh, I went to the <coughs> festival. I was going to meet a couple of do, friends. Do, do. <laughs> I was going to meet a couple of friends. Yeah. Uh, but they were running But then you late. realised there was 3,000 idiots and you didn't want to be friends with them? No. Okay. Sometimes I think... No one will ever marry me. And then I'll just think about that crowd and think, nah, someone will. What? Because there's people out there that found each other. No, because I'm cooler than someone. I don't know. I was the one that was rocking out with the crowd of people. So what you're trying to say is you, you don't probably, think... probably... 
<laughs> I was thinking. You were thinking or <laughs> refusing to eat and sweating in their office cubicle. Yeah, I was attracting wildlife. Yeah. I was David Attenborough. And what were you doing? Yeah, I was I was amongst it. No, you weren't. You were amongst I, idiots. I think I win in that scenario. No. You were David Attenborough. You I were, was. You were I the was prey. David Attenborough. Yeah. You were David the... Attenborough attracts the animals for photos. That's what I was doing. No, you were being tracked by David Attenborough. <laughs> you were the dying hyena carcass yeah. being feasted upon. Would you rather meet David Attenborough or sing along to ATB? I had a good time. I would love to sing. So if David ATB. Attenborough was here now and you had to delete that memory to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> would I do it? Yeah. How long do I get with David Attenborough? An hour. I guess I would delete it. I mean, I've got other similar memories. <laughs> I haven't got similar How memories. much of your life would you trade for David Attenborough time? I'm not, like, too much. Really? I'm a big fan. I don't, would you do, like, know. a year of memories? I'm not sure what I would ask him. I remember hearing an interview. No, fuck <laughs> no, I would not delete a year of memories to interact There's with David There's not a year where you're like, mm, I don't need it. Well, if I could choose the year, maybe yeah, I'd delete, like, year. my first year on Earth. Okay. I, don't, I don't need that. I think I'd go with like four or something. You'd I don't remember anything. What, your fourth year? Yeah. Why what, over your first year? I don't know. I'm not sure they'd allow me to choose that because I can't say I've got memories there. But you'd go with your youngest age. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Or even like primary school. It's like, well. You, you would know. delete primary school <laughs> for an hour with David Attenborough. <laughs> That's madness. <laughs> What are you going to talk to him about? Animals. What would you talk to David Attenborough about? Well, I heard an interview with him on um, Kyle and Jackie O years ago. Yeah. And they played a game, which I've heard them play with uh, other guests before, where they have to, they play a clip of an animal having sex. Okay. And you have to try and guess the animal. Okay. And he was not amused. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Wow. What did he say? Like, I vaguely remember him just basically refusing to play for the most part. Oh, wow. He was just like... Is this stupid? Did he say this is juvenile? Probably. (laughs) But I mean, like, if David Attenborough... It didn't sound like a fun guy. Really? I think David Attenborough sounds super fun. No. When he's reading a script, he's he's able to... (laughs) Tell facts (laughs) Right. Impart some enthusiasm about the mating habits of dolphins. Who do you think is the world's most interesting man? Like, if I could have any conversation with, like... No, just, like... If you had to vote for world's most interesting man. Who would I vote for? Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger would be up there. Really? I've got I, I can pitch a good argument for him. I've got a friend who I would definitely vote for. Come on, he's no, not more interesting seriously. than Arnie. I don't know, he's pretty interesting. Alright, I'll go one for one. Alright. Arnie is a massive movie star. My friend has a helicopter license. That's pretty good. Yeah. Arnie is also the governor of California. My friend was qualified in winemaking in France. <laughs> Arnie banged his maid and had an <laughs> illegitimate child with it. My friend has a master's degree in theology. Arnie's a bodybuilding inspiration. My friend does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Is that true? You just make it No, that's like that. true. I just couldn't remember the name. Arnie's a real estate magnate. My friend is also a locksmith. <laughs> I think I think movie star and banging the maid kind of overrides the locksmith thing. Okay. I've got one last thing. Go on. He can also glass blow. I would have led with that rather than the locksmith. Oh, I'm sorry. But that's a pretty interesting guy. It's not bad, but it's not. I Every time I speak to him, he pulls out a new fact. Okay. It's amazing. It seems like my dad's up there. 
Oh, yeah, your dad's got to be up there. Once I found out that he taught himself to eat olives in the Israeli desert, I mean... While being pursued by the army or something? <laughs> well, Was that a part of it? I think he stumbled upon the enemy encampment <laughs> and had to talk his way out. <laughs> Did that happen? Yeah, something like wow. that. Wow. How did the olives get involved? He had to that, pretend to be was, one? No, he was just killing time with the olives. Oh, but okay. also while he was in the Israeli <laughs> desert. He stumbled upon. They took a wrong turn and, you know. <laughs> Seems like an easy place trouble. to take a long, wrong turn. Didn't the Israelites take wrong turns for like 40 years in yeah, the desert? Yeah, maybe he was following their path. <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger would get your vote for world's most interesting man. Off the top of my head, he comes to mind. Wow. Okay. It, it achieved a lot in different fields. Okay. Yeah, he's like an actor and a politician and... yeah. He seems like a fun guy. Like, I've heard stories about him having a party and he hired an elephant and just tore the place up because it's an <laughs> elephant. Just He's got a tank. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So, I feel like there's a lot of things that just off the top of my head I can connect with him on. Like I sort of more meant to have a conversation with. But that's... Like, there is, like, six conversation starters right yeah, there. Yeah, like, tell us about the elephant. Like, if I met anyone that has a tank... Yeah, you'd be like... That's enough. That's tell like me a, all about the tank. Right, I'm sticking with that guy for the party. Oh, agreed. Yeah, there's but, a lot of tank stories to be had. Exactly. It's like, well, maybe by like the third hour, it's like, so what else have you crushed? I mean, <laughs> I guess I guess that could run thin after a while. I suppose we're down to plates at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but after that happens, you've got the, uh, the movie whole history, like, you know, asking about Terminator. Yeah, what's this person like to work with? What's this person like to work right. with? Right, then yeah. like, well, once we've exhausted that... Asking about Predator. Yeah. Like, there's a there's rich vein. Rich, I was about to say the exact same thing. Rich veins to tap. There you go. Wow. Do you have anyone else apart from your best friend that comes to mind? I don't know. He's not my best friend. Okay, well, you know, your glass-blowing mate. <laughs> that is what I call him. There you go. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was more thinking, like, just knows a lot of things or has, like, been a lot of places. Seen a lot of faces. Yeah. I don't know. I'm David Attenborough's got to be up there. It's pretty interesting to but, talk to. But what do you talk to him after you've done the animals thing? Yeah, then like tell us about the countries you've been to, the people you've met, more animal stories. I feel like they're all kind of like you could get you know a good evening's worth of stories out of. You him. feel like you're getting more stories out of the tank guy than David Attenborough. Um, just the tank guy, not Arnie. Okay, not the tank. So yeah, just the tank guy. Just the tank versus guy. David Attenborough. I mean, it depends on how good a storyteller he is. <laughs> David Attenborough didn't... In this, I'm only going by one interview. Yeah, I think you're being a bit hard on he him. He didn't sound like he would be very forthcoming. Well, he's like a 70-year-old man. I don't think he wants to play a sex game. Yeah, but then don't do the interview. Yeah, true. I don't know. <laughs> I Dr. Zeus, maybe. What are you going to ask him about? Oh, I just think he'd be interesting to hang out with. Like, how did you come up with thing one and thing yeah, two? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Go back to thing one. Hang on, hang on. Let me write this down. <laughs> I'm not up to thing two yet. <laughs> I just think he'd, he seems like he's got an interesting mind. Okay. I don't know. I can't think of the world's most interesting man. So how how long of your life, just say you have to give up um, starting from now. Yeah. How, how long would you give oh, up? Starting from now, that's yeah. hard. You'd backwards or forwards? Backwards. Mm. For an hour conversation with David Attenborough. Since like, New Year's at least. Really? I've not done that much. You would give up this whole last three months. I haven't done much. For an hour's worth of conversation. I'm really like, there's not much of noteworthy that I've done this year. You started a new job. Yeah, well, it'll be new again. 
I'll have twice the fun. They'll be like, she'll come to work. And like, oh, if I can gonna... remember where work is. Right. And like, we've got to retrain Vicky. Like, why? Oh, she did she that hung thing out with David Yeah. <laughs> she won a bid. The other guy only wanted to give up a week, idiot. <laughs> is he allowed to be dead? Okay. Thomas Edison. What do you want to talk to him about? All of his inventions. So you're going to ask him about, like, electricity and stuff? He's got, like, hundreds of patents. You want to talk about patents? <laughs> I love patent law. So what did, what did he no. invent? He invented the light bulb, right? And more. He's invented like a hundred things. Hundreds of things. Yeah, give me yeah. some examples. Did he invent the phonograph? I don't know. He invented... I think he invented the phonograph. The house. <laughs> you can't give me like one invention. I would ask him. That's why I want to meet him. <laughs> you just know that he invented things. You're like, oh, I'm sure of it. Shoot. some of them have got to be good. Yeah, exactly. He invented a lot, all right? Just too many to count. Too many to say. <laughs> if I even say one, it would discredit him because I'd forget all the others. I'm going to play like Family Feud. No, I'm not going to say just one because that would... You don't know one. No, I do. I just don't want to say one because it would make the others disperse into shadows when I think they're all as important as each other. All right, I'm going to give you a list of things. Okay. And you can tell me which one of these you're f- most fascinated with. All right. Well, Leonardo da Vinci, also interesting man. Yeah. <laughs> you got a favourite da Vinci invention then? A helicopter. But that didn't really work. That was more of like a theoretical thing. Quite interesting, though. She drew a sketch of (laughs) basically a seat with wings. I don't know if that I'm impressed. All right. He did invent the phonograph. Yep. Which is like an early recording device. Yes. He invented the light bulb. I mentioned these two. I already knew that, yeah. He invented some kind of motion picture machine. Come on. The electrograph vote recorder. There's exactly. a good one. Who doesn't want to know how to record votes? Not not me. The magnetic iron ore separator. Exactly. And that's where the list trails are. I don't think so. I think the list trails on. But I think that must be like his top five. I gave you two and the other three were underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> By how much of your life are you giving up to me, Edison, then? Three months. You're insane. Yeah, nothing much has happened in the last year. Wow. All right. It's been a slow year. Obviously. I mean, you could probably read about these things in books and yet you don't. Yeah, that is true. I could probably read about my last six months in a book. You could definitely read about Thomas Edison quicker than three months. Like, you could catch up in his entire history. Oh, yeah, sure. In like a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) So, having said that, does that dissuade you anyway? Jesus Christ. You would want to meet Jesus. He's pretty interesting. So the book says. <laughs> I want to see the movie. But what if he's like, you're like, how did you turn those uh, loaves into more loaves? Yeah. He's like, oh, I just told them to write that. It sounded more impressive if I fed everyone. <laughs> well, no. That actually starts to If death. that's true, he's the world's greatest con man. You want to meet Jesus, they'll be like, yeah, it's all a lie. Yeah, well, if it is, he's an amazing con man. Like, all of history revolves around him. Our year starts when he died. Like, what an amazing con man. Would that not shatter your belief system? Yes, it would. Mm -hmm. So that would be difficult to deal with. Would you tell the world that, like, Jesus was a lie? 
I mean, well, not, I would have not to. I feel you. compelled to, but no one would believe me. Yeah, you're one of these people that says they're like a time traveler or something. Yeah, as if people would just put me in hospital or something. Right. So probably not. I would try to secretly be like, look, I'm not convinced, but. Well, anytime you want to come on the podcast and tell me about how Jesus was a con man, I'm, <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. If I travel back in time and it turns out Jesus is not who he says he is, but in fact some sort of liar. I'll keep you posted. Then I'll let you know. Good. So I was at the Future Music Festival. As you've mentioned, yeah. My friends were running late. There was a bit of a gap between acts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll get some food. How can you tell at Future Music? What do you mean? Well, usually between acts, they play a bit of house music. Well, there's like pages, there's, you know, a whole bunch of things going on at once, but around midday, there wasn't anything that particularly interested me. Oh, okay. Because like, I've been to other festivals, like Mm. Laneway and stuff, and between acts, they'll just pop on a CD of some house music. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I guess that happens as well, but it's not like, there's nothing to see. It's just that this was like the biggest gap in the day that between things that I definitely wanted to catch. Because the moment that comes to mind of Laneway was when they put on the house music CD between acts and 99 Problems came on and everyone sang along. That was good. Yeah, it was great. There was no one there that was playing. I was waiting to (laughs) see... I was waiting to see Drake at the end of the night. Drake, come on. He was like half an hour late and they were playing the new Kanye. Oh, yeah. And it was, I think, three days old at that time (laughs) and the whole crowd was singing along. (laughs) It's nuts. Like, they were, like, obviously hardcore hip-hop fans. Yeah, no and kidding. And Drake sung a song from his new album, which was only about three weeks old at that point. Wow, and, and everyone was singing along. Yeah, so That's crazy. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see. But um, the other funny thing about his set was he used the Lint Roller video in his stage wow, show. Wow, that's better. Yeah, so it was like we've talked about on the podcast before. We went to a basketball game and was not paying Lint attention. Lint rolling his shirt. Lint rolling his uh, pants. Pants. And so, yeah, they had that playing during one of his songs. The that's background. so weird. <laughs> Why? I guess, like, you know, owning it rather than making you seem like a bitch for lint rolling your pants. <laughs> no way. You've got a lint roll. I understand. No, you don't. You do. What do you do? I've never Just lived with lint. I don't think I've ever had well, the problem of too much lint on my pants. Look how famous you are. Not very. It's, it's Maybe not. it's the lint on your pants that's holding you back. You think once you get famous, you get some kind of pants that, while fashionable, attract a lot more lint no, than the average. I think that you're covered in lint and that's what's holding you back in your career. Let's find one spot of lint on you me. You could be more famous if it wasn't for the lint. I dare you. Okay, jeez. This has escalated far too quickly for me. Let's I'm lint free. What are you saying, V? I'll take you on any day of the week. So I was getting some lunch while I was waiting for uh, the next act to show. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I said, my friends weren't around, but uh, there was another girl from work that I was trying to catch up with. Yeah. And at these festivals, I basically price gouge you for everything. Oh, that's the worst. And so I was in line for this chicken thing. It was like, you know, chicken on a skewer, basically. That's got to be at least $15. You had to buy two. Mm. They were five each, so it was 10 bucks. Jeez. But it's not like you could just buy one for no reason. <laughs> it's just like, we're not going to... Why can you only have one? You just can't. Right. They're going to be inexorably priced. Yeah. But you're going to have to buy more than the average anyway. <laughs> we can't just rip you off. <laughs> so... I, I buy these two skewers. I've got one in each hand, but then I've also got nowhere to put them because I've got one uh, in each hand. Yeah. And they're dripping with sauce. That's what your mouth's for. Well, that's kind of what I decided on. So to I start, eat the skewer? 
Yeah, At what point did you decide that you would eat the chicken? <laughs> that was the plan all okay. along, if you must know. Yeah, all right, good. Some sort of prison break-like situation it's not where like you could... come in with the end in mind. <laughs> it's not like I could do it politely tearing off a piece of meat because I had a skewer in the other hand right? and I couldn't put one down because, you know, nowhere to put it. You're on your own mouth. So I'm basically like tearing off chunks of meat. Like you're that king from the Lord of the Rings. Pretty much. In the last one. (laughs) Yeah. Getting like sauce everywhere. The skew is like probably about a foot long as well. So it's... (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of chicken. Yeah. So I got like this huge joker grin of sauce across my face i'm kind of thinking like oh i'm kind of glad that my my, friends aren't here yeah there's a reason why i don't have any friends i needed to to eat this in peace or at least like in a vicinity of amongst the company of strangers yeah which of course is the perfect time for my co-worker to walk past and so like her and her two friends walk past cronies yeah and i kind of like jump up and like hey why that was your mistake i don't know why why did you do that that? you brought this on yourself no sympathy because there's so many people there it's like you know tens of thousands of people i don't care i'll see them at work but i felt like if (laughs) i clean shirt if i didn't see her then that loser in the crowd good (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 Less chance of seeing me In hindsight, I should have done that Yes Because I you know, obviously knew her quite well But I'd never met her friends mm. And, and they were, are two possible girlfriends gone <laughs> That's Everyone sure. knows the friend of a friend is your future girlfriend Because their first impression of me is I've got this like dolmio grin oh. And two like sharp objects like oh, flailing in so their direction gross. Oh. <laughs> What reaction did you get? Uh, I think I startled them a little bit. Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, I asked uh, my coworker. Do you want some chicken? Pretty much. <laughs> Do you want some chicken? I asked my coworker um, on the following Monday, and she's like, "Oh yeah." She did mention to me, "Yeah, I really hope Margie knows this guy." <laughs> because <laughs> I must have looked like insane, just like running at them with chicken hands and sauce all over my face. Yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah, but anyway, it was a good show. Anyway, I just uh, alienated two more people. Ah, it's fine. Yeah. Two Chains was one of the acts that was on a uh, rapper for anyone not in the know. Oh, I thought he was a ghost. He comes out on stage and uh, there's obviously one of those cameras on you know him and cutting to the audience showing people you know holding Getting up impatient. signs. And oh, no. No, no, he was, he was doing his thing. <laughs> okay. They always zoom in on someone up on someone else's shoulders and then they yeah. wave at the screen 30 seconds later after they realize they're on screen <laughs> and all that kind of thing. Basically, they zoom in on all the attractive girls mm-hmm. and then there'd be girls like taking off their shirts and like making out and stuff like that. Okay. Well, you know, it's hip hop. This thing's happened. You know, it's not like the camera <laughs> operator is not going to pay attention to that. It's like, I could go, I could focus on this uh, overweight guy in the corner drinking a beer or I could focus on these two hot chicks making out. <laughs> mm, beer it is. Exactly. That never happens. Okay. But it was funny because obviously they're trying to get money for this festival in any way possible <laughs> and so so the, what are they making wild girls of stereo for oh it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> but uh no they had like product placement on oh, the wow. screens as well yeah so it's funny that like what, every, they'd zoom in and someone holding a coke no 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 but they would like once you know girls just waving her arms around in her bra and then the giant pringles logo comes up on screen <laughs> <laughs> like, basically like Pringles endorses these titties. Like, that's hey, so awkward. Two hot chicks making out. Bam, Pringles. Oh, that's so weird. Oh, that like, is Because, you know, it's like the Pringles logo is like a smiling dude yeah, as well. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a smiling Italian yeah, man. Yeah, he was enjoying <laughs> the hot chicks getting topless. That's so creepy. 
Oh, <laughs> so, that's uh, weird. I think like Pringles' new marketing campaign is uh, they're onto something. Yeah. No, I don't think they are. I think they may not be involved next year. Oh yeah, I would be uh, really surprised if to um, see Pringles next year. Uh, yeah, I get I get the feeling they that wasn't what they uh, anticipated <laughs> when they bought that Somehow product placement. Not. <laughs> yeah, but that was pretty great. Another thing that I was uh, wanting to get your feedback on. There was a girl at the festival who asked for my photo in the crowd. Okay. Which like Did you give it to her? <laughs> yeah, I had a signed <laughs> autograph in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Business card. Yeah, headshot. Um yeah, we took a photo together. Okay. It was just like some random girl. Um, this has happened like a few times. Oh, wow. Jeez, I didn't realize Leonardo. Well, I'd like, yeah, I'm saying like, like four in my life. Shit, really? But I was wondering, like, if, is this a move that you've pulled before? Because it no. seems like... Um, Where have I ever pulled a move? Oh, okay. That's a good point. <laughs> but it seems like whenever this You're kind of thing... acting like I have moves. <laughs> whenever this kind of thing happens, it's usually girls who are interested in me, but they're usually like giggly teenagers so it's not like I'm ever going to do anything or in one case I had a girlfriend at the time when it happened so it's not like I was going to strike up too much of a conversation I can safely say I've never done it well I was just wondering like if this is a common thing because that happened on at least a couple of occasions and I I have to assume maybe you're the source of a scavenge hunt you don't know about there's like some website that's like (laughs) take a photo photo with with Ben this is your face (laughs) with the thumbs up (laughs) yeah you're probably part of a scavenger hunt wouldn't that be amazing it's like as long as it's not like take a photo with the biggest loser you can find at the festival (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe the oh, have I never told you the dog show? Thing? Like where's find the source covered man? <laughs> find the man with not enough hands. Yeah. The problem with this is there's a crowd, so many people. Yeah. She drifted away yeah. on a wave of people. I, I was kind of like riding high. I'm like, oh my god, this chick's into me. Before I even really like, I could have like asked her for a photo right. or struck or up a conversation. Anything. Right. Yeah. She had like this little keyboard thing that you blow into and that play sounds music. amazing yeah, yeah it was like there's things to talk about there oh there's a lot to like about she, this woman that's like, for sure you know one of these uh good looking festival weirdos that ah great right up my alley <laughs> and you love a good weirdo <laughs> rat wife comes to mind there we go and we but by the time i was kind of like off my high horse of right. like you know the the glow of like oh all right the this afterglow succeeded yeah once once I'm like all oh, right this chick's into me and I'm like oh shit I should say Where something is this chick? she's gone she disappeared oh, into the crowd shit. So I miss I missed that opportunity nah. somewhere out there there's a photo of me and this random hot Baby, festival girl with a keyboard <laughs> right what was this dog show thing oh my friends still doesn't know my aunt's friend mm. him her husband and his mates went out one night and. The idea of it was to find the ugliest woman you could. Ah, uh, yes, I do remember this. And make out with her. And and now they are married. Yeah, so he like picked her up on like this night and obviously never told her about <laughs> no. the reason that they got, got together. together. But Everybody knows, except for her. You don't think she found out somewhere along the way? Doesn't seem like it. I guess it is a hard thing to... How would you bring that up? Well, obviously he's not going to bring it up, no. but you know, one of his friends could get drunk along the line. Like if they've been married for this many years. Mm, doesn't seem like it. Seems like the world's best kept secret. If you need to keep missile codes, give it to my aunt's friends, apparently. No, just don't give it to her, seemingly, because everyone else knows. No, they were all there. So what I'm saying is but if you need to keep it, just you be like, there. 
Ah, this is also true. (laughs) If you wanted to spread to everyone except for Del Castro. The code has to be like, Phil Del Castro is an asshole or something. (laughs) And it's like, don't tell him. Don't tell Fidel Castro we all think is an asshole. Oh, that's right. I remember the code now. Thanks, guys. (laughs) It's been a few weeks since we've uh, done a show. Indeed. Lots been developing in Vicky's household. What? Tell me about this uh, vagrant you're living with. Oh, yeah. I've completely forgotten about this. It's been two whole days, which is a long time in my world. Did you erase your memory of the last two days? I must have. Crap, who did I hang out with recently? Oh, I I hung out with uh, Stephen King. It's (laughs) worth two days. (laughs) Quite a good mystery writer. A a better deal than the the three months for David (laughs) Attenborough. I thought I'd make my own mystery by deleting my memories of the last two days. Ah, of course. And getting Stephen King to rewrite them. (laughs) I guess he could do a good job of any, you know, if you were going to get someone to do it. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I was like, look, if I delete two days, Stephen King can just fill in (laughs) the rest. Yeah, so I got my car broken into. Did they break a window or something? Uh, no, they seem to have broken the lock because before the lock didn't work and wouldn't lock unlock from the outside, and now it does work. So it seems like they somehow jimmied the lock. It's almost like she fixed it. Yeah, it's almost like she fixed it if she hadn't taken all stuff from inside. <laughs> <laughs> so she stole like some paperwork and like my birthday presents, some cash, some clothes. Some paperwork, though. Um, yeah, I don't... Well, she stole my air freshener as well. My Kim Kardashian air But that, freshener. at least that makes more sense if she's, like, homeless. Well, what does she need the air... She's outside. It's the freshest air you can get. But maybe, like, if she smells... What's the air freshener going to do? It can't freshen her. It freshens the air. But it might... Like, she might be smelling herself. It could, you know... I feel like there would have some effect more than... No, she's outside. More than Her paperwork. air is fresher than my hair. All right. So then I was like, oh, bummer. All my birthday presents got stolen. That sucks. There was a series of bags to my recollection, right? (laughs) Each one tinier than the last. (laughs) And within the last, a tiny diamond. Mm. (laughs) No. Some bags and your gift, uh, makeup. But it's mostly like sentimental value than anything. Yeah, that's right. You know, financial worth. No, they're not worth that much. So then... um, Two and, days oh later. Yeah, and my Fabergé egg <laughs> collection. <laughs> and that one antique desk <laughs> where the Declaration of Independence for America was signed. Or at least that's what the police I reported it to <laughs> were told. <laughs> and anyway, so two days later, a crazy woman attacked my friend and was trying to get a torch out of her car while she was still in it and was like trying to force my friend's car door open and force my friend out. Wait. You can't just say that without an explanation. That is an explanation. What does that mean? What's the torch got to do with it? Well, she was like, let me in. I need a torch. Let me in. And was like beating my friend's car and like trying to open the door and like get in. Does your friend have a torch? I don't think so. Obviously, this friend like lives in a neighborhood. Yes. Two doors down. She's like parked. Yeah. She was just stopped out the front of her uh, my house mm. looking at her phone or something. And then suddenly a woman comes along and starts beating on the car. Do you have a torch? Let me in. I'm not going to hurt you. Let me in. And trying all the doors to get in with her. And uh, luckily they were locked. Yeah. So she just was like, I'm going to drive away now. Yeah. And didn't report it to the police. Okay. So then she hears my story and rings me up and is like, this is what happened today. So the woman went back towards your house. Be careful. So I ended up reporting it to the police. And the guy who took the report, who's now my 
investigating officer is called Constable Stranger. It sounds like a very thick name. Yeah, <laughs> little did I know it was mm. quite apt. <laughs> Things were about to get Constable Stranger. Okay. So then maybe two days after that, a woman came and knocked on my door and she spoke to my dad and she was like, do you have the keys for this building? And he's like, no, I live here. <laughs> but other than that, I can't help you. And she's so like, this well, building, she meant your apartment? The apartment complex. Like, oh, I see. And um, so the apartment that faces mine is where she had been squatting because it was open for inspection and she just moved herself on in. Okay. And she was like, well, you must have the keys. He's like, I don't. And she's like, well, help me break in. All of my stuff's in there. So, was she claiming that it was her apartment? Or yes. She's like, someone left it open for me. See, it's true. That's all my stuff inside. But So, why couldn't she get back in if it was still open? It wasn't. She was like, previously, someone had left it open for me. Yeah. But something's happened. And so, someone has tried to steal my stuff by locking it on and me. Does your, does your dad even have access? Like, does, no. Yeah. So <laughs> he wouldn't be able to help anyway. No, he was like, go away. Is and she she's saying like, this, help like, me break in. Is she saying this coherently? Somewhat. Okay. Amongst, I'm an ice addict. Someone left it open for me. All yeah. my things are inside. That's my house. Those are my things. And he's like, no, go away. Mm-hmm. And so then about two days later, I'm trying to do my laundry in the dark. And she startles me because she's living in my laundry room. So is this a shared laundry room? Yes. <laughs> Why were you in the dark? Because there's no light in the laundry room Okay And it was early What, like the light bulb is out or there is actually no light? I think it's out and it has been for some time Because no one's doing anything about it That would just move at this point <laughs> And she's like, hey, all of my stuff's in there Let me in, like help me get in Still referring to this same apartment? Yeah Okay And I'm like, no She's like, yeah, that's my apartment See, that's all... My stuff. I was like, that's my stuff. Did you say that to her? No, I just said no. But you knew she was lying, obviously. Well, because I could see my stuff inside. So was that the first time that you realized where it was? No, I'd previously realized that after dad was like, a crazy woman has come by and tried to make me help her break in next door. So you're just like looking through the window. Yeah. Okay. And I can see all my stuff. Yeah. So then I'm like, no, go away, crazy woman. You don't live here. Don't try to convince me that you live here because I live here and I know you don't live here and I know those are not your things because they're my things. <laughs> so then I went away in quite a hort. But what what did you actually say to her? Because it sounds like you avoided I did. I was just like, that, uh, you know, no. You, which is like, you know, fair enough. I don't want to know what she's going to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, she previously told my dad, I'm not very nice when people make me angry. That's what I do. Not very nice. She's things. been watching way too much Hulk. Yeah, I know. And she was like, I'm just going to try and break down the door. No, no, don't be silly. Like talking to herself. That's a silly thing to say. <laughs> don't say that. Unsettling. I know. She's extremely unsettling. So then I was like, oh, no deal on this. Oh, I forgot to tell you she was wearing my clothes and carrying my handbag when she came and knocked on Dad's door. <laughs> Did I not mention that bit? That's a giveaway. So then um, I come back and Dad's like, she's thrown your bag in that bin. So I go up and open the bin and I'm like, yep, there it is. Why didn't your dad do anything about well, it? Well, because we were like, we'll go to the cops because the cops told me off for not getting my car fingerprinted, just driving it. Because I was like, well, I didn't think that would even get anything useful. So I went up to yeah, the cops. Yeah, I wouldn't be convinced that they're going to even bother I know I thought the same thing so I went up to the cops and there was like a lady cop not constable stranger and um 
she was like, oh, is it in public? And I was like, yeah, it's like in the laundry room and in the bin. And she's like, well, just steal it back. I mean, do you reckon she just threw it out because, uh, you know, it was no use to her? I don't know. I really don't know. How did how did she... That was like on her so it didn't get locked in. Is that what happened? I guess so. Like some of my stuff she still had with her. Yeah. So I just went and stole it back. And I was like, it's like birthday present martial law. So did you get everything back? Or yeah, like, mostly. What about like except for whatever she was wearing yeah. at the time? <laughs> Basically, except for like a few jumpers. Yeah. A couple of like jumpers and my phone charger. I think you could probably let her have those jumpers at yeah. that point. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'll just wash it. It's I know. Still it's still good. It's still good. Yeah, I got it all back. But um, then she got locked out of the apartment and couldn't get back in. So she started living on my doorstep. And... So, but like obviously not blocking your apartment. No, like, but her head was like, if you look at your door, right? You have to like step over her head to get to... Not quite. So she's underneath the stairs. So her head is essentially just to like the right of that <laughs> with all of her stuff. And she's still there? My stuff. No, she's moved, I think. I don't know. I haven't been there today. She wasn't there for the last two nights because then two nights ago she was crying and I was like, what ha- what's happened? And she's like, someone stole my stuff. And I was like, no. What, she was referring to you taking I don't your things know. back? I don't know. And so I said, that's sad. And I gave her a pillow and a blanket. You're just encouraging her though. <laughs> but I felt bad for her. I did genuinely feel bad for her. That no one can use your laundry. <laughs> and like, obviously no tenants are going to move in next door. No, no one's moving in next door yeah. while all of my things are inside. So she's still got my favorite coffee cup and my iPhone charger. At least that's like $16 worth of equipment, you know, rather yeah, than... No. Instead of all the stuff she stole. Yeah. So I got some back, but I was like, wow, it's really, I don't know. It's every man for himself out here, isn't it? Like, what are the cops doing? Because dad was like, well, the cops don't care about these sorts of crimes. Well, especially the fingerprint thing. Like, there's no way they would have fingerprinted it. If you had have they gone... They wanted to fingerprint the car. They got pissed off at me. No, they, they got pissed off at you for not bringing it in straight away. But if you had have done that... They would have they, done nothing. Yeah, you're like, I brought the car to be fingerprinted. They would have laughed you out of there. <laughs> There's no way they were going to fingerprint your I car. I feel like they do type up every complaint on their invisible typewriter. Yeah. They um, don't seem to do much, do they? Dad's like, they only get involved when you get murdered. And I'm like, well, they should have a 100% murder solve rate then. If the cops did no other crimes except for murders, but there was no unsolved murders, I'd be satisfied. <laughs> like, I'm sure you get murdered. Well, that'd be annoying. Hmm. But like, if there was... Like martial law, except for murder, but everyone who murdered someone got caught. I would, I would accept that. But you went to the cops to ask about your stuff. I originally was like, all this stuff got stolen from my car. They were like, why didn't you let us fingerprint the car? I was like, I didn't think you'd care. And they were like, of course we care. Of course we care. We're the police. Yeah. (laughs) They really did. They were like, well, it's a crime. We're the police. We want to catch them. I'm like, that's the first I've heard of that. Mm. So, but you went to ask about your stuff, not to complain about this woman, right? Yeah. So if you went to say like, hey, can you move this? They said call triple zero. Oh, really? Yeah. And you're like, doesn't that just ring the back room? (laughs) That's right. Is that not related to you at all? (laughs) I thought that like coming here was essentially the same thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I failed to see the difference, but okay. (laughs) No, no, I didn't. I didn't want to call the cops on her. I actually wanted her to get help. Don't you think that they would help somehow? No, they'd just be like, Go They're sleep just somewhere pull else. Pull out their tasers and yeah. like. <laughs> that's right. Into scat, the- scat. <laughs> yeah, Go on, shoot. That's right. Into the homeless bin. No. So I got, I rang up a couple of crisis services to come out and see her. 
So I don't know if that's why she moved or she just moved on. A couple? Mm-hmm. Like, as in, you didn't think one would do it? No, I didn't actually. You're I don't like, have much if, faith. If I just call around, surely someone will look after her. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I know, that was me being the Nancy Drew of Duke Street, tracking down my stolen items. So now she's gone. Is the pillow and stuff gone? Yeah, she took those with her. And dad was like, no more pillows if she yeah, exactly. comes back. I reckon. Why? Cause just because she hangs around threatening dad. Yeah, he gets stabbed. <laughs> and she's like, can I keep your my chocolate milk in your fridge? And dad is like, no. And just like slowly closes the door on her. <laughs> Crazy. Mm, indeed. We had a weird run in um, the other morning. You and I? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Really? I don't remember this. You will in a second. Okay. I was on my way to work. And Vicky called me as I was getting ready. Oh, this is a great day. And I was like, oh, I don't have time to take this call right now. So I let it ring out. Mm, mistake. I was walking to work, but I had hired a DVD that morning. Mm, or the, that the that night. morning? <laughs> I'd hired a DVD the night before. <laughs> I'm not going to have any time to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it was a busy morning. So I was going an unusual route to work to return the DVD. Right. While I was... Doing that, I called I Vicky back. I was flying away on a ring, wing and a prayer. Vicky was also catching a tram to work. Unusual route, yes. Yeah, because why? Your car My car's was, broken down. So your car was broken and so you were catching a tram. While you were talking, while we were on the phone, mm. we basically passed each other. Yeah, I waved. It was great. Yeah, we got to wave to each other that, <laughs> like on the way to work. It was work. top notch. The chances that astronomical, like if I had taken my phone call when she actually called, I would mm. have not known that she was there. Like we would have just missed each other. Oh, it's not like we would have I seen know. I can't believe it happened either. Yeah. If Vicky's car had have been fine, we would have missed each other. If I had have not returned the DVD, we would have missed Later each other. Later tram, earlier tram. Right. There's so many possibilities that could have screwed this up. Ah, oh, indeed. I feel like this is the kind of story that, you know, people's, Weddings, like I know, it's, it's like, like we. I just caught sight of him at the last minute. Like yeah. he was just about to board the plane. The circumstances are miraculous. Yes. Did we waste a miraculous <laughs> circumstance on each other? It's not going to happen again. <laughs> I don't think it was that miraculous. Come on, if any one of those things was off just by a little bit, we wouldn't yeah, have waved. But then the next day. I had to go a weird way to work because I was going to head office rather than my normal work. Yeah. And I didn't have a car. And my friend just happened to be riding his bike and we ran into each other in like this completely random spot where I should never have been and he should never have been. So you think that we're just missing people all the time? I think so. I think there's several near misses as a day goes by. If we just each take like a slightly different path, you know, out of our routine. Do you feel like you wasted your miracle? A little bit. Do you? Like, much like when I uh, wasted my one win in <laughs> Japan. On the, when you won me something on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like what? Were you hoping you were married? No one ever wins a claw machine. Not on Valentine's Day. And I wasted it on you. On me. What were you expecting your miracle to be? What were you hoping this it is, would be? This is how I should have met my future wife. But how would you meet her? Because she like, would have to call you first. No, but maybe we met at a party. Right. And then, you know... All these unusual circumstances happen. I'm not saying it had to be that exact. I've wasted my miracle then. Not on you, but on someone else. What happened? I met that police officer. Do you remember this? Uh, Remind me. I was briefly almost dating a police officer. Yeah, I remember you did mention that once on the show. So anyway, we met while I was working like a random job and he was just there. He was training some new PSOs and it was like his last day there. Okay. 
So, like, he shouldn't have really been there either and neither should I. And we met and he picked me up while he was on duty, which he's not really supposed to do. Anyway, we sort of, like, lost contact and, like, a week later he was on the same train as me and I got on and there he was and he's like, oh, my gosh, it's you. Like, this is fate. We're supposed to be together. Why is that a waste? Like, because then you started then he, dating, right? Or, like, you almost no. started? No. Then he, like, stopped replying to texts after we had a failed first date. Hmm. I know. I think he wasted his miracle. We're wasting our kismet, Rick. <laughs> he could have had a miracle girlfriend, but he didn't. Yeah. So this Now is, he's just got a normal girlfriend. These are the stories that waste. you tell at the wedding. I know. Well, not this one. We've got the story, but no, no relationship <laughs> to back it up. I've got... Two incidences of that now. You need to have set me up with someone else on that tram, I feel. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> if, like, because we called each other, the tram broke down or something. What, like the... <laughs> the interfering signal <laughs> broke the tram got down. cross-communication. Yeah, and then your wife was there. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Well, I already introduced you to your wife. You broke up with her. Now she's married to someone else. What, Natasha? Yes. Well, obviously, you didn't introduce me to my wife. Yes, I did. You think that was my one chance? That choice? was your chance. <laughs> It was your one chance uh, for happiness. You really should have told me this earlier because... I did. I was like, this is your one chance. She's out of your league, Ben. Hang yeah. on to her for grim death. I probably wouldn't have uh, screwed things up in that case. <laughs> I don't know what part of hang on for grim death you didn't catch. <laughs> the other thing that happened the other day, we were out and walking home from the movie. Yeah. We passed a man at the train station with a baby stroller. Oh, Yes. <laughs> I emasculated you A little bit Yeah I did It was great So glad we're not dating Because we wouldn't be dating anymore So we were walking down the steps Yeah And I'd say what, what Like 10-15 steps here it's Yeah quite a about few. that Obviously quite a lot to carry a baby He was trying stroller. to get up them And we were going down them Yeah so it's definitely an effort to carry a stroller up oh sure and um, he had like a little kid trying to help him right and by trying to help basically you making mean, things worse yeah definitely getting in the <laughs> screwing way screwing it up yeah so uh so i was kind of like walking past not really you know paying caring attention. about other people well, in the not, world it's not like i was ignoring him on concerned purpose. your muscles wouldn't be able to do the work <laughs> obviously and uh showing no empathy nor strength vicky was behind me and sees this guy and offers to help yeah. I'm like, hey, you're right with that pram. And he's like, yeah, no worries. And Ben was relieved. Yeah, he said that. Lucky he said no. He was like, oh, I've got help pointing to the little kid <laughs> just jokingly. Yeah. But if I was on a date with you. It would have ruined everything. Yeah, I think. Date like, over. Well, you would have scrambled. Because you would have I, run off and left me standing there. It would have put me on a back foot yeah. masculinity wise. Oh, you would have had to have found a drowning puppy and nursed it back to health right, like, over several weeks, sending me a photo every day. If you, if you act that kind of like uh, conscientious civilian... Right. You would have to have made a citizen's arrest at that point. Or like, well, from that point on, I would be pointing to every elderly woman and offering to help them cross the street right. or something. Like yeah. I have to make up like being the better person or at least equally <laughs> as good a person. You'd have to find a child and instill values in him well, like, <laughs> right in front of me. Rescue a baby from burning building right. or something like yeah. that. Like, it, it's... Or like jump on one of the river boats and like career it back to shore. <laughs> Like, it's not obviously you didn't go out of your way to be like, I'm going to show Ben up. Oh, did I though? Well, did you? Yeah, of course. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even think of it. But uh, yeah, I feel like this is like one of these things that you have to kind of weigh into your decision. 
Yeah. Like if, if you're... I have already assumed I'll die alone. So I, that doesn't weigh in often. I'm like, oh, could this ruin my chances? Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forever alone. Probably not. So um, if, you're, if you're on a date and this kind of scenario happens, are you going to be like, hey, we should help that stroller guy together? No. I'm going to be like... YOLO <laughs> and help him. And then gauge his reaction. Like are you gonna well, judge are you gonna judge him more if he does or does not care about the stroller? Probably not, no. I probably wouldn't really think about it. Because okay, it's the kind of thing that would get in my head so much. Really? Like, oh she's really thinking about it now. I'm well, done I, w- for. I would just be like forever looking out for the next good deed that I could do to even the score. If you if you're starting out on a in a relationship. Right. This isn't like, you know, two years in. Well, it's always can't. best foot forward, but I'm not going to like judge them for not doing it. I'm not going to be like, obviously you hate children, it's over. Yeah, it's not like I was purposefully like spitting on the no, child. No, I, I wouldn't be like, you were hoping that man would break his legs as penance for having children. <laughs> well, that alone, you know, this is why I can walk up these stairs <laughs> unimpeded, That's baby. Right. See what it's like not having children, you fool. Freeze bird, <laughs> sucker. If you'd said that, maybe. But you didn't do anything wrong. You just didn't see him. Yeah, but even if I did see him, I don't know that I would have had that instinct. Like, that was your really? natural reaction. You don't have the instinct to just help someone if they need it? I don't think I would have thought about it. Like, Wow. What's your natural reaction when you see well, someone? There was like probably like 20 other people on those steps not everyone wasn't like i'm sorry sir (laughs) (laughs) kind sir let all 20 of us crowd surf you to the top let us hoist (laughs) this pram above our heads and (laughs) like some kind of egyptian ceremony (laughs) you are the new king of the stairs right well i don't know what's your natural inclination ignore if, if the guy looked like he needed help or if he, like, asked for help, I would certainly help him. But it, it well, didn't... Well, it's, like, annoying to get stuff up and downstairs. I'm like, oh, that's annoying. Maybe he could use some help. Like, haven't you ever tried to get, like, a bag upstairs or something or, like, a suitcase? Sure, but it's I don't know. Pain. If I was in public, I don't think I would expect people to, like, help me either. I'm not saying you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> I would expect someone to say, ask if I was all right. Like, have you ever been, like, oh, probably not... But have you ever, like, been really unwell on a train or a tram or cried or anything like that? No. Oh, like, unwell, sure. But not visibly. Well, it's not not, not that anyone could do anything about it. No. Okay. <laughs> it's like if I've got, like, a runny nose. <laughs> it's like, here, sir, <laughs> plug those nostrils. Let me do that. Your hands yeah. must be tired. <laughs> You've been holding a tissue there for several right. hours now. I've, I've been on the tram where, like, um, someone will faint or something. Yeah. And... People. What do you do? Ignore. Hurry up. <laughs> Get them off. I'm in t- I'm in running out of time here. I think that is like whoever the rule is whoever's closest to the person. The fainty. Yeah, has to do something. Well, what do you do if you see someone cr- if there's someone sitting next to you crying? <sighs> like a stranger in public? Yeah. That's it. That is a unusual circumstance. That's never happened to you. No. I don't, I don't think I would get involved. Really? I, I feel like I would just embarrass them more. I'm probably not going to be able to help, right? I'd be like, do you need a tissue? Well, is that what you would want someone to... Yeah, I want someone to notice. I'll hand them my snotty tissue. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a tissue? I've got this used one. Yeah. Either that or some water. You want someone to notice. Well, I'm not like, oh, when this tram comes, I'm going to cry for the attention. 
But if I'm upset and I suddenly burst into tears, it feels shit if everyone's just like, this isn't happening. You're like, I exist and I'm sad. Oh, that's such a difference between guys and girls. Really? Would you offer a, a, a tissue to a guy if he was crying? Yeah. You wouldn't just call him a pussy and kick no. him a little? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to help a man with his pram. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I'd be like, would you like some water? Is everything all right? That's how you emasculate a guy. Why? Really? I, I think like if a guy is crying in public, he's probably f- trying <laughs> to contain button. it and failed. <laughs> so it's not like I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the tram to come so I can cry in front of everyone. Yeah, but you you are trying to draw attention. No, to I'm it. not. I, it's burst out as well. Like, yeah, I'm but, like, hold like, it in. But once it's happened, you're like, you're going to cry even harder if no, no one offers you a tissue. Not cry even harder. I'll just feel sad because I'm like, I'm does crying. no one care? I got dumped and still no one yeah, cares. Yeah, exactly. About. That's how I'd feel. I'd be like, no one cares about Not me. only does my ex-boyfriend not Strangers care. Strangers don't the even care. The entire tram of people <laughs> Exactly. Care. One whole train couldn't care less that I'm upset. No, they're like, we'll give her her privacy. <laughs> clearly no she's privacy. Clearly she's going through something at the moment yeah. if she's crying on a tram. <laughs> well, exactly. That's what I think. I'm like, don't pretend I've got privacy. I tried to have privacy and I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> for future reference, if you see. Don't emasculate a man. If, if seen, I offered you water on a train would that, when you were crying, that would emasculate you. Uh, I'd think you'd probably try to use it to spy on me in the shower. <laughs> you would be that emasculated if I said, here, have some water, you're right. I would have to be pretty thirsty to accept the stranger's water. What if it was, like, sealed? Unopened. Yeah. Then I'd be like. I think that's suspicious as well because it's like for the free <laughs> Why thing. Why have you carrying this around? So we, what about a tissue? Like, if I was like, are you all right? Have a tissue. I guess that's okay. So that it's, wouldn't emasculate you? It, I think I would just prefer to be left alone. Really? You, you talk about this um, this free drink scenario. Oh, that's suspicious. It's obviously drugged. Right. Because we went to the escape room the other day. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. And I completely forgot about this. So basically for anyone who doesn't know, it's a scenario where they lock you in a room for about 45 minutes and you have to solve a series of puzzles to get Each out. Each more fiendish than the last. Exactly. Um, but that's not even the most puzzling part of this puzzle adventure. Yeah. And it was it was a good time. Like, I had a great time. I want to do it again yeah, at we, a different place we did because like, we closed that one down. <laughs> yeah. Conveniently, it was on like the last day that this or place was Or was it? Open. Did they have to close it down because we solved the hardest room? It's possible. So, yeah, we did, like, a zombie-themed adventure yeah. and they lock you in, like, a dark room. It was, was really fun. Only lit by a TV with static on yeah. it and you had to use, like, a UV torch to find <laughs> hidden clues and stuff. It yeah. was really cool. It was fun. Um, but before we started, uh, Vicky asked for a can of Red Bull and they, it didn't seem like they sold Red Bull, <laughs> but the guy's like... Well, I, I wasn't, like... I didn't demand it. Like, you, when I say I asked for a can of Red Bull, I saw someone else drinking some. Well, there was an empty can. Or, in yeah, an empty venue. can. That's right. So I was like, oh, can I have some Red Bull? Yeah. And he was like, what now? And I was like, is that okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And so uh, he mysteriously like just runs downstairs <laughs> yeah. and emerges like five minutes later with two cans of Red Bull. Yeah. That was nice of him because it's not like it, it didn't seem like he obviously just like went to the back room and grabbed out. No, it wasn't on hand. Yeah, it wasn't obvious. Like it, he went out of his way to get it. So... Then we do the room and come out and 
there was like part of the deal that we got Snacks was and stuff. yeah you got some food and all this kind played of stuff. a stellar round of Cluedo <laughs> the <laughs> most underwhelming board game of all time but mercifully short in the quote of Ben <laughs> mercifully brief yes brief that's right just before we leave I, we were like well better you know we should pay for these drinks well, that's what I was gonna, I was gonna say settle the bill but okay oh okay <laughs> Because they're closing up shops. This is our last chance. Indeed. So we go and knock on like the staff room door. Yeah, because there was no one around by this point. Like so it was we're like, Hello? pretty late at Hello? night. Hello, and like it was like maybe ten o'clock, ten thirty. Yeah, and uh, the staff went around, and like there was no other customers around by this point. So yeah. we tried to track someone down. We kind of called out to them. They weren't answering. And Vicky's like, oh, I think they're in this room. Like this random staff only door. Yeah. yeah. So we knock on the door and. Very quickly, like a couple of like quite startled guys come out. <laughs> I would say, yeah, two startled Chinese young gentlemen yeah. appear Uh-oh. from the door. Like the but whole- they, no, they opened the door just to crack. Yeah. They didn't even come the whole way out. And so I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to uh, pay for the Red Bull. And I don't think he fully understood me at first. No. And he so- was like, what? You want to do another room? And we're like, no, no, no. The Red Bulls we had earlier. Yeah. And so while I was explaining this to him, we can As see he was peering out through the tiny crack in the door. Yeah, you can see into the room that they were <laughs> in. There's like this full poker table. Yeah, like a proper poker table with like proper chips and everything in there. It was like they were definitely mid-game. Oh, totally. It was clearly mid-game. There was startled faces spotted around the room. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 no don't, don't worry about it. it. Right. But definitely seemed like don't worry about it. You can have a free Red Bull if you tell no one about our illegal yeah, Chinese back alley gambling. I was like, no hall. wonder they have to close up tonight. <laughs> Probably like have to move the game to Run somewhere more secure. Yeah, exactly. It's like we've used this hideout for 30 days. Yeah. Now we've got to go somewhere else. But yeah, it was definitely like keep the Red Bull in return for keeping our secret. Yeah. <laughs> If I knew that was the deal, I would have asked for more. I know, right? We should have... Uh, <laughs> too bad we can't go back. Yeah, and bring back a wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was good to be part of the Chinese underground for once. I know. I was like, did you see what I see? Yeah. I'm like, let's get out of here before they bring the swords. I know. I couldn't believe it because it wasn't as if they were playing poker on a table. They had a poker table. And it was huge. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it either. So I'm pretty sure we were bribed with two Red Bulls to keep our mouths shut about the Chinese underground, which well, we didn't. Yeah, jokes on them. We just broadcast <laughs> yeah, it on them So thanks for the free Red Bull and uh, we'll enjoy the murder. Yeah, well, if this is but the last don't worry, episode. The cops will solve that because <laughs> yeah. they are on top of murders. We, damn, we should have kept those uh, cans to dust for prints. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Before we go, did you, uh, did you listen to this X Factor New Zealand thing? Most likely not. Oh, really? All right. Well, then we're definitely doing that. During the week, my favorite show, X Factor New Zealand. That's not true. Your favorite show is If You Are The One. Okay. Also my dad's favorite show. It's definitely in my top 1,000. Oh, dad was saying the other day there was a show he really loved. And I was like, you were getting more and more like Ben. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was like some ridiculous show that he loves. I love when you start these stories that have no no beginning or end. (laughs) It's a struggle to call them a story, (laughs) isn't it? There was a bit of controversy in the last week. Okay. One of the judges gave out a free flipped out basically. Both her and her co-judge husband were fired. Ooh. I'm gonna play the clip from you. So From me. For you. Okay, that's much better. The guy, one of the contestants, has just sung I think it's like, you know, down to the final seven or something like that. And uh, so the guy's name is Joe Irvine. Mm. And uh this is what the judges say. 
You're full of surprises, eh, bro? <laughs> Already good. <laughs> I, I, I think people have watched you and your journey and thought, oh, this fella. But now they're going to go, oh, this fella. <laughs> He's good. Bro, you can sing, bro. Thank You're you awesome. Stay. I really like you, eh? You talk too much, but... Nah. <laughs> I do too. Rich, I do coming from you. Stellar input from <laughs> Judge One. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I am just going to state the obvious. We have a doppelganger in our midst. This is the chick that got fired. Oh, she doesn't sound I, like she's from New Zealand. She's not. As an artist who respects creative integrity and intellectual property, I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> from the hair to the suit, do you not have any value or respect for originality? Wow. You're a laughing stock. It's <laughs> cheesy, it's disgusting. Cleopatra? I personally- Is her name Cleopatra? Her name is Natalia Kills. Oh, I've never heard of her in my life. No, me neither. Difficult to copy. Apparently she's, um, I think like a British songstress okay but with most of her success in like weird european Slovakia. markets and stuff like oh, wow that. pretty much good yeah. guess me and she's married to the other judge who you're about to hear from willie moon so so far all i know about him is he has hair and a suit which is hard not to copy you're hitting the <laughs> nail spot on the head uh, okay so how dare you have hair and a suit like my husband as <laughs> as you can hear she's accusing him as copying his look yeah he, admittedly he does look like her husband but you can't but, help that right it's it's he looks like it like if brad pitt wore a suit and <laughs> quaffed his hair he would look like her husband okay he's got a bad case of every man face it, it's just like that's a professional singer's look right so he looks not dissimilar to michael buble he looks like yeah <laughs> it's the michael buble look okay. exactly so he's going to his high school formal basically and she's, like, obviously taking an offence to this. Yeah, clearly. As, as the guy just points out quite rightly, uh, her look I is put a suit on. very much like oh. Cleopatra. Who's Cleopatra? The Egyptian... Oh, as in Queen of the Nile. Right. Like okay. She's got the short, dark hair and... Difficult like, to steal from. But, like, if... Given they've never met. If you're going to accuse someone of stealing image, she's done it way more overtly than... Oh, so she has tried to style herself after Cleopatra. Well, I don't... I mean, it seems like it. Okay. I've got no more knowledge of her apart from this YouTube video. We could almost say she was queen of denial. hey Personally found it absolutely artistically atrocious. I am embarrassed to be sitting here in your presence having to even dignify you with an answer of my opinion. I wouldn't say you're dignifying me with it. <laughs> That's for sure. You're beautiful. So now it just feels a little bit cheap and absurd. This is the husband now. You're like I am cheap and absurd. Bates dressing up in his mother's clothing. It's just a little bit creepy and I feel like oh. you're going to stitch someone's skin to your face and then kill everybody in the audience. That's a bit far. <laughs> a little bit. I, uh, there's wearing a suit and there's killing people. Right. I, wow. I haven't even heard this guy's song, but it's like they don't obviously have any input on the song, which is no. quite funny. I have to assume what happened here is this guy heard, Wore what, a suit. heard what Natalia said. And he's like, well, she's accused this dude of copying my look. I can't look like a bitch. And I'm going to look like a bad husband. A bad boyfriend and a bad judge if I disagree with her. Right. If I'm like, nah, actually, I think he's just wearing a suit. Right. But he's gone like way overboard. Yeah, I reckon you're going to kill people. Yeah. It's rough. (laughs) But do you? He's like, oh, okay. No, I don't think that. I'm going to say it. It's disgusting. 
me sick. Wow. It's absolutely disgusting. You have no identity. I can't stand it. I'm ashamed to be here. Whoa. <laughs> I think I look really good. <laughs> I think you I look good care. because you're dressed as my husband. Wow. Actually, 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 you're dressed better than her husband. Who said that? This is the third or well, fourth judge. Oh, there's also another judge. Yeah. Mel needs glasses. I'm being so <laughs> Mel? The voice of reason steps in. Do you know what, Joe? I don't think many people have believed in you in your life, but I tell you right now, I believe in you. And it's interesting they say this on X Factor. As opposed to what? Well, it's clearly a franchise. What do you? I don't know what you're saying. Which is like copied all around the world. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> like even that music is like the X Factor music that's used in every country. But it's not just like X Factor has been syndicated. X Factor is a copy of like Idol. Yeah, I know. Which is a copy of like pop stars. <laughs> it's not as if we're like upholding yeah, yeah I know it's like if anywhere cares about artistic integrity right. it's this reality <laughs> show but uh, yeah you get the point that's pretty much like the main wow. argument the uh, both both people were fired which I thought was fitting no. for accusing someone of being a serial killer so this is where my opinion differs from pretty much everyone oh uh, really is if I was the producers of that show, there's no way I would have fired No her. way. They're staying on if I'm the producer. Yeah. If I'm a normal human, I'd be like, you're off because you're insane. But as the producer, I'm like, you're insane. This is great news. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of person <laughs> that you want on your exactly, judging Exactly, exactly. you heard the first guy's opinion. He's like, oh, you're great, bro. And like just basically repeated that a few times. No way. You'd be like, this is the best news ever. We've got insane people on the panel. I never knew things could get so good. But you've always had insane people, like dating back to um. But she's actually insane. You think like Simon Cowell was more like putting it on compared to her Yeah, they sort of put it on a little bit, whereas I think she's actually crazy. (laughs) But uh, I can't believe they fired her because like, you know, like next episode, how many people would have tuned in to be like, what (laughs) What weird shit is going to say now? Right. Then again, it is New Zealand, home of the nice person. You think that's, that's just too mean for Yeah, New, New Zealand, Zealand can't handle that yet. Maybe not. They're not grown up enough. It's <laughs> primary school there. But uh, it also kind of makes you feel like, I mean, it's her opinion. I mean, it's probably a <laughs> stupid one. But oh, I think they went a bit far calling him a serial killer who's going to stitch other people's skin to his face and kill everyone. Yeah, like, but... Like, that's harsh. I get I get what you're saying. I was th- kind of thinking... Like, there's like, copying and then there's your Norman face. I know. So weird. <laughs> I've, I've had students plagiarise. I've never been like, oh, Norman Bates. He didn't plagiarise Psycho. No, they didn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, because I was, my last thinking was like, now you're going to have the other judges on tiptoes like... Oh, we can't give we any can't, criticism. Yeah. But I guess there's a criticism there's a and lot, then there's like, like, you're a murderer. What are you supposed to do about that feedback? You look like you're going to stitch someone to your face and kill everyone. Well, I'm not. Uh, I don't think I will, so. So that's not helpful criticism. So there's that, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not constructive feedback at that point. Especially interesting considering that he apparently stole his look. Yeah, he's already got a face stitched to him. It's yours. But it's like... If you look like you're going to steal someone's look... And yeah, someone's face murder, and kill everyone. And yeah. Then I look just I, like do you. Do I look like that? Yeah. Shit. Anyway, I thought that was like clip of the week. <laughs> Definitely enjoyable. High note to go out on. There we go. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. 
This has been another exciting episode of Insane Ramblings, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and you can even help your friends and family find out about us by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. And uh, feel free to email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. Or you can reach me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or podcast at insaneramblings.net. We'll also get there. And make sure you interact with us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash insaneramblings to get straight through to the team and get some goodies. (laughs) What goodies are they getting? No further questions. (laughs) Contact Constable Stranger for that. I see. OAC vote. OAC vote. It still makes me laugh after all these years. What? Wino forever. What's that? <laughs> How Johnny Depp changed his tattoo saying Winona forever to Wino forever. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, you just re-remembered it and it's still great, isn't it? Did, did he cover it up with something or did he get the... No, he just took off the nah and that's it. Okay, because... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I guess like, maybe you got halfway through and it's like, yeah, it's pretty painful to go all the way. Let's see what we can work this into. <laughs> yeah, or like he just, they started with Winona and he was just going to have forever. And he's like, Wino forever? That's hilarious. Yeah, it's like when um, <laughs> I feel like, you know how you're shaving your head and then halfway through you've got to, you know, end up with the mohawk. And you're and like, then, this actually looks mad. Yeah, you're just like, oh, <laughs> I'm just going to stick with this actually. <laughs> That's right. Just leave this for a bit. I'll come back yeah. later if a lot of people laugh at me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for now, I'm going to test test it out, see what the reaction is. Yeah, that's right. I just thought it was. It still makes me laugh when I think about it. When I see a bottle of wine, I'm like. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as it's accurate, he has to keep up his alcoholism. Now be a wino forever. Yeah, exactly. It's if, so uh, funny. If you offer him a bottle of wine and he doesn't and he accept, no. then yeah, then something's going to be uh, suspicious. Just make it win forever. That sounds a bit too uh, Charlie Sheeny. Do you reckon? Yeah, it's like it's a bit too cocky. You don't think Wino Forever sounds a bit Charlie Sheen? Maybe in another way, but I feel like it's more socially acceptable to be bragging about your alcohol consumption than <laughs> it, it, then, than your uh, millions of dollars. Like we already I think know that's because we're picture. Australians. No, but I feel like everyone already knows that Johnny Depp's and we don't need to have a rubbed in our faces. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, you've got everything. Enough now. Yeah. yeah like a French get. model wife. You live in France. Yeah. We don't need to see it tattooed over your body. Do you know where on his body the tattoo is? I think it's on his arm. Okay. So it's quite visible. But yeah. yeah so good for a chuckle if you're after one. All right. Well, thanks for the uh, recap. You're welcome. <laughs> if you need a chuckle this afternoon, look it up. Mm. All right. I will do. All right. Bye. Yeah. It's in ramblings.